Hello and welcome to Comp. Here we are. We're coming to you from New York City, deep in the belly of the uh, pandemic beast. We are, uh, I think our number's around 10,000 now. We jumped up 4,000 overnight, but that might have been the Saturday night. I'm sorry the show is coming late to you. I thought, I don't know if I thought I had Corona, but I, I was getting sick. Uh, or I felt weak. Starting to crack. Uh, I was just weak all day uh, yesterday. Uh, I felt a little. I don't know how to explain it. Um, but we're fine. We're gonna make it. Um, paranoia that like that d- deep, unsettling paranoia that grips your soul. Um, but we're gonna be fine. We have the hospital ship. I think. I haven't seen confirmed reports that this Navy hospital ship has landed. Um, I think we have it in New York. We're running out of hospital beds. There's not enough hospital beds. Um, so they built this ship, which they usually, I think, I don't know what the Navy hospital ship's usually for. I think it might be for destroying um like bulldozing, I, I assumed it was for bulldozing areas for the creation of hospitals. I thought it was for, um, they would send it into the middle of the desert and it would just, you know, have like a bulldozer attached to it. And they would, you know, just shoot civilians, uh, people who owned flower shops um, or any kind of, you know, a, a pizza parlor. You just get murdered by the, by the Navy. The Navy would murder you, take your land, Bulldoze it with the aid of this, at least part of the ship. It's got it's like, it's like a Swiss Army knife of ships. It's even got that little cross on it, so it comes off like a Swiss Army knife. The power of the ship has guns that murder you. It's a, it's a drone wing of the ship, and uh, part of it is there to uh, bulldoze the land that you meant to leave to your children. That um, you know, maybe you have bowling alley that you set up in Kuwait. And, uh, you know, you're not a rich guy. You're not oil rich. I mean, everyone gets some oil money. But at least relative poverty, you're, you're, you're not, you know, everyone gets that, gets that oil stipend. But, uh, no, you want to leave your bowling alley to your child to give him a leg up, to help him get into the nice schools for his kids, to help him to raise his social status. Uh, but he was murdered by a Navy hospital ship. Along with your wife. They had a, a large uh, arm that comes out holding a gun. So you'd think it'd be a mounted gun on, a, on the side of the ship. But there's actually a mounted arm on the side of the ship holding a, um, a large handgun that would be designed for a mech robot, perhaps. Much bigger than RoboCop's gun. You might not realize how big RoboCop's gun is, but it's very big. Not a normal gun. But it looks like a handgun. Well, this is a lot bigger than that. And that's what the, the Navy ship has arms that hold giant handguns. And they murdered your bowling alley boy and your bowling alley wife. And uh, to make way for new life, to make way for a new chance at life by building, a, just bulldozing over your son's corpse, bulldozing over your wife's corpse, the flowers you left that you bought from the flower shop, which is now also destroyed. Left on your wife, your you, your loving wife's dead body box because you couldn't find a coffin. 
because there's so many people were murdered by the hospital ship. Um, you just left these daisies. They didn't have roses. Roses are the typical thing that you would leave on your dead wife's corpse. They didn't have any left. It was a, it was, it was a, a drought leading up to this. There was a pandemic leading up to this. It was not an isolated incident. They don't just bring out the hospital boat for no reason. And your wife's corpse, mutilated by the boat. There's a mutilation arm, too. Um, not sexual mutilation. Just kind of mangles. You know, it's not Abu Ghraib all over again. The hospital ship. Look, what I'm saying might sound controversial. Controversial? Controver- controversial. I feel like it's not how people say it, though. Controversial. Whatever. I'll mumble my way through a pandemic. It's fine. But um, I don't want people to get too alarmed. The Navy hospital ship's not going to sexually mutilate your loved ones. It's just going to mangle them with the other hand. It's got the hand which holds the giant handgun, which blows apart your loved ones. And then before it bulldozes um, the land and the body, like, you know, don't get me wrong. The bulldozer section of the hospital Navy ship doesn't just bulldoze over dirt and land and things that were there. There's people involved. But here's how it works. So there's two arms, at least two arms on either side of the ship. It's a big ship, so maybe there's multiple sets of arms. One's got a giant handgun, just shoots your wife in the face, shoots your child in the face with a bullet the size of their head. So their head's gone, probably, unless it missed. You know, these things aren't always super accurate, so maybe half their head's there. I can't. I didn't design a targeting system. I'm not part of the military-industrial complex. So the Navy hospital ship then with the left arm will grab your loved ones that it recently shot uh, in the head or blew its head off and just mashed them together uh, in its other hand. Again, this is speculation. Um, they're telling me it, 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 it's there. It's a hospital ship. I'm assuming that's how it works. I think, you know, uh, we'll, we'll look into it in a minute and, and comp- compare and contrast with the reality. But this is what was going through my head when I see a Navy hospital ship. Like, you're bringing, like, why don't you bring martial law to America? Why don't you murder us all now? But apparently, you know, so then, you know, once the mangled corpse of your child is on the floor, on the dirt, uh, you know, you're saying your prayers to Jesus or Allah or whoever. I mean, if it's if, if it was Kuwait, then yeah, Allah, not to Jesus. Let's not. But you know, but you know, maybe not. All, maybe some people in Kuwait are Christian. I don't know. Whoever your maker is, whoever you pray to, that's who you're praying to. While the Navy hospital ship is bulldozing over their bodies and breathing new life. Um. And maybe it sprays poison. That's also what I assumed. It would spray poison all over the land um, in case the hospital is taken hostage. Um, there's nothing to get. Like, it's not really there to cure people. It's just a hospital is a good target. Often you'll see hospitals be attacked or be used as uh, – see, I think Saddam was accused of uh, keeping, you know, military complexes inside hospitals and using them – melding them together because you're not supposed to attack hospitals. So it's a great tactic to have a ship that builds hospitals all over your defensive entrenchment. So if you're trying to fight a war, you got a hospital ship, 
It's building hospitals everywhere, and the other side's playing by the rules. They're fucked. Now, look, you might get a rogue state that'll come at you. They'll come at you, and they'll, and they'll bomb hospitals anyway, like the United States of America, perhaps. They'll bomb a, pharmace- a pharmaceutical company on the eve of a important uh, impeachment thing about you know getting blowjobbed. You got blowjobbed in the White House, and now you're bombing a pharmaceutical factory, but you said it was a terrorist, a terrorist operation of some sort. I forget if there was a point. Is that's what we did? We bombed, we bombed a pharmaceutical factory back in '96, '97. I don't know. It was all around that time of impeachment, '98, '99. I don't know, who knows? Operation Desert Fox. It all melts together. All our wars of imperial colonialism meld together in the face of a pandemic, which um, you know. Right in the middle, New York City, New York fucking city. This is great. The Ramones, um, you know, uh, Abun Pan. I I didn't know about that. So I saw they started going to the city often, and uh, I lived in Long Island before that. But it's a place called Abun Pan. I think Abun Pun, Abun Pan. It's a fucking fancier type of sandwich restaurant. That's part of the city. That's indicative. It's like the Ramones, Abun Pan, um, Times Square, and now COVID-19. And apparently the hospital ship, I was wrong. The whole description I just gave was what I assumed the Navy hospital ship was. And I, I feel vindicated before I even said it. It seems like the thing we would do. Seems like this shirt dirty. If it is... Look, we're conserving laundry soap. I think it's clean. It doesn't smell. Um, it, I I felt vindicated. Sorry if you're not if you're not watching the video. I I brushed some uh, things off my shirt. Um, that's what you get when you see when you go on YouTube and you subscribe and you and you get on the comp bandwagon. You're seeing me in person. You know, I'm not just uh, you know, I'm not I'm not living the high life. I'm not live. I'm not one of these fucking celebrities. Who's fucking, uh, what are they doing? They're singing songs. We'll get to that in a minute because I want the hospital boat. The hospital boat is uh, apparently contrary to all rational thought, all, all, you know, mechanism of description. Apparently, it's just a boat where you keep sick people. So New York City is being overrun by this, this COVID-19. Um, now, they're telling people, from what I know, they're telling people, not to be hospitalized if they don't need to. There's 10,000 cases in New York. I don't know how many hospital beds there are. They're turning NYU dorms, I believe, into hospital. The Army Corps of Engineers, who, again, I, Army Corps of Engineers, I thought they were like, let's build a mech that, like, you know, rapes the, the enemy's children. That seems more like what we would do. I am not tr- Look, we have the opportunity now in a crisis to reset some of our legacy as a country, to do better, to live up to a higher ideal. But if you ask me to go based on past uh, actions, yeah, I would assume the Army Corps of Engineers is a Corps of Engineers designed to um, come up with new rape mechs um, to sexually assault people via mech, uh, via armored core via some kind of uh, drone, a, a rape drone or a sexual assault drone. Um, maybe, maybe it's just some, some, sometimes just oil drones, but those are the boring ones. They don't, 
those are the ones that are like they work, but you could tell like you guys haven't like the C one thirty, um, the 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 freight thing that that carries all the you know the stuff for the Air Force or whatever or the Army those big cargo military planes. I'm sure they've given them. I'm sure they spruce them up over the years. I'm sure they added some things, but it's a workhorse. They don't. It's not the bells and whistles. It's not the the um, the, the new sting the predator drone with the Hellfire missile. It's not that. It's not the F twenty two, whatever the fuck they call it. Um, it's a workhorse, more much like the mechs they use. To, you know, get oil out of countries and to conquer them for non, you know, sexual reasons. But they put the real effort into designing the mechs they use to sexually assault. That's what I would assume uh, the Army Corps of Engineers is based on past um, just knowing who we are as a people. Now, if you're telling me that they're going to come in and they're going to build hospitals and they're going to build, turn dorms into hospital hospital beds and turn abum ponds into hospital beds. I mean, they'll probably stay open because they're technically food. But, I, you know, you should, I don't know if it's going to be a hierarchy of foods. Um, but abum pond, I guess, might not get turned into a hospital. But the Army Corps of Engineers is doing other types of, you know, and, and you're telling me that's what they do? Fine. I'll stand corrected, but I'm not going to feel bad about my initial assumptions being that they design mechs to rape people. Because there's a lot of, we've done a lot of that. And I don't want it to get lost. I really hope that we, as a country, can look back and go, remember before COVID-19? Remember before the outbreak where we used to be a country that would invade for oil and invade for profit on false pretenses? And then while we were there, take your torture prison and turn it into a, real bad, worst torture prison. Like, how would we, you know, can, can we do something worse than, you know, Saddam Hussein? Yeah, we'll just have a rate. I mean, is it worse? I don't know. That's a fair point. You know, was Abu Ghraib, in all its sexual depravity and all the sexual shame it implemented, I mean, this was run by Saddam. Saddam wasn't a good guy. I mean, that's why we hired him. That's why we gave him all the toys, because we knew he'd use them. So maybe it wasn't that much worse when we ran it than when he ran it. That's the best defense we have, though, is that, you know, we're only as bad as Saddam Hussein. We're not worse than Saddam Hussein. We're bigger, so therefore worse, I guess. But we're not worse fundamentally. That would be the best case. Um, there's no case to be made that we're better. I mean, I guess you could. I guess you could. Say, well, look, they, you know, Uday and Kuse, his his horrible sons with the killer, the murderous legacy, were cutting people's legs off and then raping them with their legs and then raping their children with their. Well, it could get worse. It could always get worse. But um, so I stand corrected. We're only as bad as Saddam Hussein when he was doing, you know, butt pyramids. And I mean, according to Seymour Hersh, there was soldiers, U.S. personnel. Or the very least, people that you know worked for the U.S. raping children in front of their parents. I mean, you see more Hersher Kook. I don't know. I kind of thought he was a respected journalist who'd won Peabody's or something and broke the CIA family jewels case back in the seventies of Watergate or the aftermath of Watergate. But I guess maybe he's a kook, huh? I guess maybe he just doesn't know what he's talking about when he 
broke the story in the London Review of books about how bin, the whole Bin Laden raid was a horse shit. No, you're right. I trust Catherine Bigelow, director of Point Break, more than I trust Seymour Hirsch. What a kook he is. That crazy old grandpa. Oh, now, Miss Bigelow, please tell us how we, you know, uh, we tortured a man righteously and found his courier, found Bin Laden's courier. And then, and then he, they, surfed, they surfed their way into his compound wearing Richard Nixon masks, and they murdered Bin Laden's beautiful wife because she was evil, and she was holding a gun, or she was, he was holding her as a hostage. I don't know. He's jerking off the porn into a shit bucket. I relate to that. I get that. I'm not, I'm not saying how he endorsed everything Bin Laden did, but if he, if he did jerk off into the same bucket that he shit into normally, look. If you look hard enough, you'll find things that, you know, common ground. And that's, that's one thing where I, I get it. I see you as a person, Bin Laden. I see you as a man. So, yeah, so the Army Corps of Engineers is currently just ransacking their way. I hope they're like the old school fire department, like in Gangs of New York. They're just tearing through um, different stores. They're, like, going through Tiffany's, and they're going through... Uh, they're just like putting hoses through Tiffany's and they're pocketing it like that movie Three Kings. I hope the Army Corps of Engineers is, uh, look, if they have any ability to do their job, I need them to be scoundrels, all right? Like, no, this is a big job. It's a big task, a gargantuan task to, to, to turn New York City into a giant hospital. And if they're a bunch of Boy Scouts, a bunch of do-gooders, we don't know how to bend the rules occasionally. It ain't going to work. So I need them to be pocketing diamonds out of Zales or the Diamond District. Just, hey, we need to turn this fucking Diamond District office into a fucking medical, uh, you know, tactical triage center. And as soon as one of those guys speaks up, they fucking punch him. And it's not anti Semitic. Like, a lot of those guys happen to be Jewish. It's not about that. All right. It's not about that. Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll give them a reprieve because we don't want the appearance of that. But it's not about that. It's about having dense things they can put in their pocket that are worth a lot of money. All right, Diamonds are just the right thing for that. You know, bars of gold are a little bit harder. But, yeah, go through the Federal Reserve. <laughs> There's no gold there. There's no gold in the Fed. I mean, is there, is there, I do you think there is? Remember Die Hard 3 when they, uh, they shut down New York City to a large extent? They had some explosions. And Die Hard 3. It's a great movie. I like it a lot. I mean, it's as good as Die Hard 1. You know, Die Hard fans will say no, but I love it. I love it. Um, They shut it down effectively because it's explosions. They say, we got a school. uh, We got a school uh, bomb planted somewhere and go look for it. And uh, the, the, the key is, the trick is, there's no schools in the financial district. So they fucking go to the Fed, New York Fed. And they fucking, uh, in the basement, there's just all the world's gold, big, you know, bigger deposit than Fort Knox. I know that's the claim, and maybe it is. Because, look, it, the reality, of, you know, is it there? Are they actually holding the gold? I don't know. Why isn't that light going off? Okay, so, sorry for that interruption. We had a little, I don't know, I don't know how long the video was out for. It seemed like it was out. Um, but, yeah, we were talking about, what were we talking about? The Army Corps of Engineers turning this entire city. Yeah, I mean, diamonds are the perfect thing. Oh, the gold. So, I mean, the idea that, you know, the Fed 
is, uh, I mean, we, we, we got off the gold standard, as it were. Uh, what is it? Uh, 70s, mid-70s. I mean, it wasn't even the gold standard. I, I always say that. It was the the Bretton Woods system. The U.S. dollar was pegged. Uh, effectively, it kept it restrained to a certain extent. Even though we inflated the currency and just offloaded it onto the global markets. People seem to think I'm wrong about that. Whatever. I mean, go listen to the Shah of Iran. He's got a great explanation in the Times back in the 70s. You don't think I should be listening to the Shah of Iran? I mean, he wasn't a great guy. He, be, if even he, who was uh, who was installed by U.S. you know power, um, if even he was critical of uh, our petrochemical dollars, I don't know. Uh, point is, I that's why we go over the diamonds first because the gold becomes more complicated. Is it even there? It's very heavy. Diamonds you shove in your pocket, so it's not because they're Jewish guys, although, you know. I am willing to, to tell the Army Corps of Engineers for a while, don't, um, you know, don't, don't, don't ransack the Jews, don't the Jewish people. Um, they've had enough in history. Let someone else get, I mean, you can find any Gentile diamond, maybe take bonds from people first. I'm not saying, like, in the end of the day, like, no, look, your Army Corps of Engineers is going to get theirs across the spectrum, right? They're going to, they're going to, shake down lawyers, they're going to shake down hospitals, they're going to shake down sex clubs, um, they're going to shake down dildo stores. Um, so everyone, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that Jew- Jewish diamond dealers are, like, going to have a 100% reprieve from this. But, you know, don't start with them. It's going to look bad. And it's bad. Look, not, like, everyone should take a turn getting the brunt of a crisis. And then I think the Jewish people have gotten, the, you know, their, their share of the brunt for a while. And so have the black people. And, you know, um, you could argue that, you know, it's time for white Americans to get the brunt of it. I don't know if it's going to happen. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being, you know, it's not about race. I'm just saying like, you know, whatever. Point is the Army Corps of Engineers is going to get theirs. Um, or maybe they'll just build hospitals. Maybe I don't, like, I, I'm saying that, you know, I don't want them to tear apart people's lives. I don't want that. I don't want them to be, you know, just shaking it down. Like, how old is your daughter? Is she over 18? Maybe I'll go on a date with her. Like, that kind of threatening thing when they come into, like, an Abu Pan to fucking, you know, reconvert it into a fucking triage ward. Um, I don't want that. But ruthless people get more results sometimes. And if they're gonna, if, look, if it's going to be a fucking nightmare of red tape like everything else in New York... And it's like, hey, we got to turn this Dave and Buster's into a giant hospital. Uh, now we, we see we have our permits and we're technically exempt and this and that. And it goes to a fucking tribunal and the court. I mean, the Army Corps of Engineers just needs to pull a gun out and shoot Dave or Buster in the fucking throat. They go, now what? Now we're going to build a hospital or what? Susan B. Anthony? Is that was Susan B. Anthony a nurse? I feel like she was a nurse. My Susan B. Anthony or what? Betty White? Betty Ford? There's a motherfucking Betty Ford clinic up in here. That kind of shit. That kind of Rambo shit. We need Rambo motherfuckers on... Look, we need to take Navy SEALs who are so good at killing people, just fucking murdering, just stabbing and shooting and maiming people covertly or otherwise. Maybe the Delta Force. Maybe the 
the Army Rangers, the, the real macho guys. We need to get them mixed in with these Army Corps of Engineers guys. I mean, they're probably usually like, what are you nerds doing? We kill people with our bare hands. We don't use some fucking stupid boat that's got two arms and one shoots with a giant handgun and one fucking mangles. We do it with our bare hands, and that's commendable, and you need some of that going around. You need the manager of a subway just getting worked over by a fucking Navy SEAL just, just who's able to fucking finally, like, be who he wants to be, a guy beating up a fucking manager of a subway. That's what you always want. That's why you join the Army. You finally get it. Everyone gets what they want in the middle of corona, all right? And build that hospital while you're at it. Because weak men are not going to build hospitals. We need strong men who are going to shake down this entire city. Bring back the mafia, maybe. I'm not a fan of the mafia. I'm not Italian by any stretch. So I would be given no quarter from the mafia. Although they do let some people earn with them, even if they're not Italian, but they won't make you. And so you can always, you can always be murdered by a made man. And that's what... I find that unfair. I feel like if I earn a lot of money for the mafia, you know, I should be, I should have some reprieve from a made man murdering me. But apparently, made men can just kill you at will, and so I feel like that's just unfair. I should join the Navy SEALs maybe because the mafia will just let their Italian friends murder you if they're made, and I, not fair. Um, but that being said, see, I have my issues with them. That being said, maybe we let them out of jail. They know this city better than anyone, right? They shook down mayors and judges. They had judges on the payroll. Maybe they can give people loan modifications. Maybe the mafia can get your fucking landlord to get off your back. The, ma- the mafia is going to go to your fucking job and say, you got to pay a sick leave. Your restaurant job that's owned by a corporate entity. You look, some of these guys who own restaurants, you know, maybe, maybe you're ass out. Maybe, maybe the mafia, they come to them, and it's like the episode with Sopranos with the Starbucks, and it's like, you know, there's nothing to shake down. We got no money. And it's like, all right. I mean, in that case, it wasn't money. But point is, the mafia can't solve all our problems, right? But to a certain extent, they can go to the guy who runs the Aboon Pond and then just fucking shove a gun in his face, which the Navy SEALs will do. But the mafia, they just they'll, they'll pull him over the counter. It's more theatrical. Navy SEALs will just, like, drop him. And then there's no, and it's over. Like, when the Navy SEAL kills you to take your business over, there's not as much theatric. They're just so good at it. They're so efficient that the message gets diluted over time. The message gets lost. When a mafia guy comes over and he grabs you over the fucking, the bread aisle, the bread display case, and he smashes your face into the bread, and he starts fucking you in the ass with some condiments, you're squirting Russian dressing right into your scrotum asshole. Your ass scrotum, your asshole, your rectum, just spraying into you, just impregnating you with fucking dr- mayonnaise, and just fucking making you suck his Italian dick while you got a gun to his head. I mean, uh, that's that's gonna get people on board with building hospitals. That's gonna be like, oh shit, the mafia is in charge now. I, mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I feel like the mafia might not have made you suck their dick. Um, just out of personal preference, there's a certain uh, like, taboo. But there's also, the mafia was never that big in, in, the, in the 21st century, in the 2020s. The new mafia, you might come out and be like, hey, you wouldn't have thought we'd you know, make you suck our dicks while we have a gun to your head. That's part, that's part of what we do now. And like, all right, we brought you back to build hospitals. We didn't realize how bad you were. Miscalculation, we should blame Ray Kump. And I'll take the blame. Come after me. Like, I'm the fucking, the guy from fucking... 
What's that movie? The Fisher King. I'm Nick Nolte and the Fisher King going, bring back the mafia. And everyone's getting, you know, made to suck dick in the subway. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I didn't, it's an unintended consequence. I didn't realize what I was resurrecting. But, you know, what do you want me to tell you? Um, at the end of the day, we need these hospitals built. We need more beds. We need more masks. So maybe the mafia can go to Delaware and get masks from them. They don't need them as bad. Maybe they do. I don't know. I, I don't know how far it's spread. Uh, I don't spend all day reading the news like some nerd. I, I, I have plans in place. I'm, I'm, I'm coordinating with, with, with fucking people. With fucking people who uh, know the military, you know, shit. Uh, I don't know anything. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm at least half right, though. I'm always half right. I mean, at the craziest of these speculations, there's always truth in there. I wish it wasn't the case. Uh, I wish, I mean, are we going to start nationalizing celebrities? Are we going to start fucking, I mean, Brad Pitt's going to become property of the U.S. government soon. They need him, uh, but they need him on, you know, on their terms. And, uh, they can't have this, this, this fucking Gal Gadot, this fucking, what was she, Israeli? She's like a Mossad. I don't know. She's fucking, I mean, did you ever read the, 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 the accusation against her, the Me Too accusation? With, with, with she fucking, her, she like, her friend got raped by her boyfriend, and she told her because she was too weak. Terrible. Terrible. I mean, I know she's Wonder Woman, but she's leading off the Imagine. Like, I don't know. I mean, we all have our skeletons, I guess. Um, they need to get this in line. They need Clooney, and they need Jim Carrey, and a fucking council, an entertainment council. They need to fucking reform a rat pack. Get people, you know, what do we, you think Bob Hope would be sitting around with a fucking, you know, videotaping his balls and showing you? No, he'd be out there with the troops. Bob Hope was an American patriot. He'd be getting bombed in Hanoi, bombed in fucking Tokyo. I don't know what era Bob Hope was, the 60s? He probably he was probably around Hanoi or fucking uh, Diang, Da Nang. I, don't, I mean, this is Vietnam references. Most of you were probably born after Vietnam. I mean, I was born after Vietnam. But I liked it. I liked watching the movies and... You know, so I I, uh, I don't know what it's like. I mean, I'm not claiming I'm not claiming I could have done what Martin Sheen and Apocalypse Now did, killing the fucking innocent civilians just because I watched the movie. But you, you know, I mean, I'm pretty good. You put me in any position, any situation. I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not some fucking pliable fucking creep. I'm not some guy who goes like, yeah, like I was just taking orders. But I'm saying is I can excel any any situation. So I'm not going to commit war crimes. Unless it's to build a hospital, then maybe technically, you know, war crimes cover a large, a large uh, swath of, of actions, and you know, maybe sometimes, oh, you committed a war crime to save a million people. Yeah, may, didn't think about that, did you? Didn't think about how all your red tape and, and all your fucking, you know, we we couldn't bulldoze the Empire State Building because you didn't want to put a fucking hospital there. Why didn't you just fucking build a hospital in the Empire State Building? Didn't have time. It's easier just to bulldoze the whole fucking thing. Blow it up with thermite paint to fly a plane into it. Are they going to fly a plane into the Empire State Building? Only if it helps them build a hospital. That's the point. All right. Are we going to use what? So we, we got these tactics from the people who, you know, Al-Qaeda. We got these tactics from the CIA. And we're not going to use them now for the greater good. You know, they taught us how to take planes down with buildings. I mean, with, with planes. Buildings down with planes. Both. Either way. Take, take planes down with buildings, take buildings down with planes. We learned it all. This is the CIA-Al-Qaeda connection taught us how to deal with COVID-19. 
And sometimes, if you have to use the enemy's tactics, that, that's just guerrilla warfare. That's just, I mean, that's just good soldiering. And we're going to ignore that? We're going to pretend like it's not a fucking viable plan just because Bin Laden did it? Just because, you know, uh, the CIA, just George, uh, what was his name? George Romero? Who ran the CIA? George Tenet? George Romero. <laughs> that was the guy who made the zombie movies. Mm. Diet Coke. No more. I don't have a two liter anymore. Um, this is a can. I wish it was a two liter. I like, I mean, I, I've said many times I like the gas coming down into my, you know, just pressure on me. That's not important at the moment, but it's true. Um, yeah, whoever has to get murdered to build a hospital, I say, you know, that's just part of running a nation. It's part of, uh, should these celebrities be nationalized? I mean, you know, Brad Pitt, there should be a council of, like, Brad Pitt should entertain, you know, and, and Timothy Chalamet should be forced to entertain people in certain age brackets. And you go on Instagram or Tinder, and you, he has to swipe. I mean, he's not going to fuck you unless he wants to. This is not sexual slavery of celebrities. That's not what I'm advocating here. But, you know, but they're going to give you a little bit of fantasy. They're going to they're gonna let you imagine. How about you imagine what it's like for Timothy Chalamet to fucking, you know, massage your beautiful dick or pussy. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he's gay or not. I don't care. I don't care if you're gay or not. We're all people. We all need to get off. Um, again, not forcing him to do that. To get off, you know, but like, but yeah, he can talk to you. He can swipe right and be like, how was your day? That's not sexual slavery, right? This is crisis time. And sometimes you got to be a little more hands-on with the entertainment, right? You got to be a little more personalized messages for the, the daughters and sons of Army Corps of Engineers uh, per- personnel. You know, if Timothy Chalamet has to fucking make nice with the daughter of some fucking guy running a hospital ship shooting people in the middle of Times Square, that's his contribution, right? He lives in a nice house, I'm sure. He was in The Little Women. He was in the fucking movie with the Army Hammer guy. I mean, you know, this is not... Society only exists as long as it does, right? You talk about how this isn't fair, this isn't right. If society collapses, then none of these rules matter anyway. Oh, it's not right. Says who? Well, it's not. Hey, you know, fucking morals and ethics aren't fucking. What's, what's, what? Everyone gets a little uptight about this. Like, are, are morals relative, or or the or, or the objective? Is there objective morality? Uh-huh. Hey, how about this objective morality? As long as someone's fucking got your not not fucking you in the mouth for COVID uh, supplies, right? It only lasts as long as it does, and we're doing fine. But don't get in the way of the Army Corps of Engineers. They're not taking prisoners. They're going to drop you like a fucking hammer, Army Hammer. If Army Hammer tries to get involved, so my point is. Let the Army Corps of Engineers do their jobs. Let them fucking, you know, if they want to fucking stay in the Plaza Hotel, they're going to stay in the Plaza fucking hotel because they got the Navy SEALs with them now. And they can, you know, focus on what they need to focus on while the Navy SEALs take the concierge in the back and beat them with a fucking pipe. They'll beat them with a fucking pipe because you don't fuck with the Army Corps of Engineers because they're friends with the Navy SEALs now and we're going to build fucking hospitals, all right? If they want to fucking take... Steakhouses and turn them into their cafeteria. Get them baked potatoes. All right, they're not fucking around. They're here to build hospitals and fuck up your life. In that order, 
If you, if you cross them even once, if you stop them from saving one life, they will fuck you in the mouth. They're the Army Corps of fucking engineers. All right? I have on good authority that they're heroes, but they also don't care. If they, they, they're the kind of heroes that don't care if they're heroes, which is more dangerous. Because they'll fuck the, the, a hero, like Sully Sullenberger, will pretend he's some great guy. Like even I don't know what his personal life was, but let's pretend he was a drunk. I don't. I, I mean this. I don't know if he was a drunk or not. Let's pretend he was. Well, if he stops that plane, you know he's gonna pretend not. You know, oh, I wasn't a drinker. I just, I just, I just, I just saved a plane. Yeah, like that whole shit. You get where I'm going with this. These guys don't give a fuck. Cause like they'll be like, oh, I can fuck with this guy because he's a hero, and like you know he's not gonna look bad on TV. You, you, you cross him, you fucking come at him and go, hey, Army Corps guy, you fucking killed my wife with your boat. He'll fucking come out and run into the crowd. He's standing next to Matt Lauer and Katie Couric. And he, Matt Lauer's back. It's just what, it's, deal with it. So he fucking runs into the crowd and pulls you out, just beating you on. Cause he wants you on camera. He wants your children to see how fucking much of a cuck you are. And he's just beating you. These are the kind of guys we need. They're brutal men. All right? Brutal men who build hospitals and save lives. They will fucking, ooh, I wouldn't cross them if I were you. I wouldn't try and, like, you know, if they come into your sporting goods store and they want all the basketballs just so they can play, you know, so they can let their hair down at the end of the day and play in, in Central Park or wherever, give them the basketballs. You should be giving to them anyway. Let's be honest. They deserve it. But you want money? You might get, you know, how much is a bullet worth? You can pull it out of the back of your throat. And that's that, that was your payment. Hopefully you covered the basketballs. The cost of that bullet that you pulled out of your throat. Or your brain. Pull out your brain. Pull out your dick. And you see how, you know, did they tip? Was there enough to cover the tip in that bullet that was lodged in your dick? Hope so. I'm saying watch, don't you know, watch your back. Don't cross them. They're fucking heroes. They're fucking goddamn Americans. But yeah, celebrities should be, I don't mean penned up. I mean, you know, you put them in motels. You, you take them around the country. You put them in blubble, bubbles. Blubbles. You put them in, we, we call them blubbles. They're just bubbles. But, you know, it's a, it's a, a cute new term that I just coined. And you fucking, uh, you, you, like the Pope Mobile. You cart Timothy Chalamet around in a Pope Mobile type scenario. And you just show him the people. And here is your fallen god. And Chalamet, and he's not nude. He's not being, like, tortured. He's not being beaten. He's just there in a fucking, in a, in a, in a windbreaker or whatever, waving at people. I'm, uh, yeah, maybe I'm yelling, trying to amp the crowd up, going, here's your fallen god. You know, he, he told, he, he could, he had tests in his basement. He didn't give them to you. Lying. I'm lying. But, you know, I, I want to see how far we can push people. And they probably will, because they like celebrities. Look. Celebrities have it pretty good, and they're not going to fucking... People aren't going to start murdering celebrities just because I fucking in, insinuate they might have hoarded supplies or not. So my point is, you know, there's no reason we can't make it a little fair fight and, like, you know, fib a little bit and see, you know, maybe certain celebrities, you know, they, they, they go after. Maybe certain celebrities, they fucking tell them, uh, hey, uh, Norm from Cheers... George went. You're out. We're gonna use you. We're gonna fucking we're gonna we're gonna string you up with the guillotine. These kids, the young kids, love talking about guillotines on their fucking twitters. 
I'm going to guillotine the people from Goldman Sachs and the politicians. And it's like, you're all tiny people. You know, I'm not a guy in his best shape, but I can lift, you know, I had a tweet. I think I deleted it because, you know, I, sometimes I delete tweets that I don't do well. Because what am I going to have, a bunch, of, a bunch of tweets? But it's not because you made some dumb comment. You just, you just, you just get that through the fucking, it's not because of you. It's not because you won. There's one guy tweeted, because I'm like, yeah, these kids, I said, it was something to the effect of, you know, these kids, these kids fucking talk about guillotines. And it's not, not one of them fucking could lift up the blade. He's like, well, you don't know how guillotines work, this one guy said. Yeah, you lift the, what, you think the guillotine just stays up there? The blade? You got to pull it up with a rope, and it locks with some kind of mechanism. And when you push the lever, it fucking falls. You spoiled rich kids. You think you get, like, I am sick of this. Working class people know how to work a guillotine. They know it's not a fucking game. But these fucking kids, but they're, they're the ones running their mouth. The ones running their mouth would be like, how does this work? And they'd have to have some fucking, some fucking laborer. Which I'm, I'd be a laborer. I work in the warehouse. Only people who use the term laborer and think it's an insult are like rich kids. Oh, you're a laborer. Like, you know, did labor? I did labor. What kind of fucking scumbag has never done labor? Everyone should do some labor. Feels good. Timothy Chalamet should fucking, you know, do some turnip shaking. We're not going to kill Chalamet. He's too big. But George Went. You know, maybe, maybe we make George Went farm in the, in the, in the COVID-19 the COVID, uh, desert of uh, farming. What does that mean? I mean, I'm talking about like the the land. Someone's got to go out and farm the, the land. I guess the farmers will mix them in with with celebrities, defunct celebrities. It won't be the gulag. I'm talking about like something a little bit more restrained, where maybe you know celebrities who aren't as popular as they used to be will fucking be forced to work the land. It's good for morale. The Army Corps of Engineers wants it that way. That's what they're gonna get. Um. If nothing else, take away from this lesson that we're in good hands with your Army Corps of Engineers because in this scenario, good hands are brutal hands. Merciless hands. The merciless hands of your Army Corps of Engineers will shine a light on some of us. Whoever survives this will, be, will survive because of the Army Corps of Engineers. I'm not sure how many that will be. Maybe it will be, I mean, what, let's just assume we were $300 million before. I'm not saying, you know, we're probably a little more than that. But let's say we were $300 million before. So it could be 285 million. Could be 299 million. 299 million. I think a million people would be a lot. Could be even less than that, right? It also could be 5 million. This could be way worse, is my point. I don't think it will be. Point is, whoever makes it, they make it by the, via the largesse of the Army Corps of Engineers. They build upon that. Upon the, the, they build their hospitals. And they build their makeshift, uh, the, 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 the ships that bring you to the afterlife. Um, what's going on now? Is it a cult? They're not Heaven's Gate. I don't know where. I'm, I'm melding the Army Corps of Engineers with a death cult, which that's only part of it. I'm sure there is a part of the Army Corps of Engineers. That's more like a, like a Nazi era, like an SS. I'm not, I'm not saying the guys, they're not Nazis. They were fuck up Nazis. Nazis have no shot at them, all right? People who think Nazis are tough. Who do you think funded the Nazis? The fucking Wall Street. All right? So, like, like stop stop being afraid of that. The United States built the Nazis, and then they blew them up, and, you know, everything in between. And then we, they got their friends out, and they put them in NASA, and some of them they put in South America, and they got them out. You know, Alan Dulles got them out of the country for no reason just because they were buddies. 
probably bang whores together. It's a, This is all pre-COVID stuff, though. So let's not focus on that. Let's focus on the fact that the Army Corps of Engineers, if you, if you they weren't, a, they might have been around back then, but not in their current incarnation. Because if you brought them against Hitler's bunkers, they were torn that shit apart and built a hospital right on Garing's children, right on top of his fucking dumb children. They don't take, they don't fuck around. They will kill anyone who prevents them from saving lives. They're, I mean, could you call it murder if it, if it's done to aid? I don't know. These are new rules. We're living in the new era of uh, of confusion. But yeah, George Went is being is pushing a rock like Sisyphus. Sisyphus. I, I couldn't have picked a, a, a less lispy word. George Went Sisyphus. George Wallace is Sisyphus. I'm a fucking moron. But uh, my says so my Sisyphus was a, the guy pushing the rock up the hill in Greek myth or whatever. I think Sisyphus. George from Cheers and Sisyphus. Fucking scumbag. I I should be shot by the Army Corps of Engineers for all my transgressions. It's no good. Um, But yeah, so I'm glad to be back with you guys. I think it was worth it. I think that was... uh, It was good to come back with with Strong with with a a, tale that no one else is willing to tell you of of this this elite group. Uh, I, I think, you know, celebrities should be... You know, thrown by the wayside as they need to be, but we're not there yet. I mean, there's a lot of people getting this. Just, look, stay home. Um, the people who are telling me on Instagram, all the different... Uh, I'm sure there's profiteering going on. I'm sure there's war profiteering going on. I don't know if this is the best time to talk about it, especially since I can't verify your sources. I mean, you know, I mean, it's not like, it's not like I'm a journalist and I'm sitting on fucking documents. But some people are sending me information. It's like, I, should I be repeating this? I don't even know. It's crazy. Because um, at the end of the day, yeah, people are going to profit off this. And we, we know. We know how bad this was fucked up. Um, but, you know, was this planned? I mean, look, at the end of the day, you can't. If your own government wages war on you, you kind of have to fight to pretend army anyway like even though 9-11 happened we had to do that imagine if 9-11 happened and we didn't fight to pretend al-qaeda thing which maybe look maybe al-qaeda did do it you always have to keep that in the back until we prove it you always you gotta keep one foot in either direction otherwise you you lose all perspective but maybe you know but you know should we have just allowed it to happen i mean then where are you then then you just got punked by the whole world and the don't look good uh, geopolitically. I don't know. I mean, again, that's not really my style to say usually, but there's truth to it. Point is, um, it's hard to find cheese, shredded cheese. This is not an ad. It sounds like I'm I'm I'm, I'm leading to an ad read. It's not. But um, this week I got kind of sick Monday. Not sick, but the Patreon got delayed probably a day or so, partly because I was feeling terrible on Monday because I found I found some cheese at the grocery store. Nerve wracking to go to the grocery store. Went Monday, having been out again in the house since. People don't seem to be observing, um, you know, their social distancing uh, effectively. It just seems very chaotic and just bumping into you. Um, But I got this cheese. It was Velveeta. I thought it might have been just, you know, Velveeta brand, regular cheese. But it seems like it is that shitty cheese they put in there. 
mac and cheese. But the mac and cheese is good, so we might try and put it on pasta, but it made me sick when I made a quesadilla. Uh, and then I, I tried to get it from Target. They didn't have it. Uh, I tried to get some from a deli. I found a deli that would deliver stuff, and the cheese turned out to be non-dairy soy cheese. So it's rough out there. It's tough. Some people are dying of COVID-19. That's also bad. You know, uh, if I had to rank it, I'd probably put mine lower status. I'm not a crazy person. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm also, I'm also you know, paranoid and cracking. Uh, you know, I'm starting to, you know, I, I don't think I'm sick. And if I get sick, I, I don't know. I'm not the healthiest guy. So if I get sick, I don't know where I fall. I'm in my mid-30s. Um, you know, overweight. Uh, I mean, I've had respiratory, not big issues. I've had, you know, bronchitis in the past couple of years. I don't know. I mean, I'm probably fine. I don't tend to die. I haven't, in my experience, I have not tended to die from things. So if that's any comfort to any, all of you out there, good luck with that. Um, but yeah, it's hard to get cheese. Uh, thanks guys. It's been great. Um, Again, uh, you can, you know, follow me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Ray Kump. Um, my Patreon is available. It's gro- it's a growing concern, as they would say. Um, and you can get, you know, access to... We did uh, an episode last Sunday with uh, my friend Derek, who uh, is a, drives a bread route, not Long Island. Uh, we did one on Tuesday with Tim Dillon. Uh, which is a great hour-long, I mean, an hour-and-a-half episode, an hour-long conversation with Tim Dillon. Um, there's multiple episodes of the Patreon up there. It's a growing thing. I'm, I'm planning to do more episodes, more for, you know, a few times a week, perhaps, um, as they come along. So definitely check that out. Uh, hope you get through this fucking, a, a different perspective. I mean, am I the guy to come to for, you know, direct news? No, obviously not. But I mean, who else is telling you about the exploits of your Army Corps of Engineers? They're just going, oh, a hospital ship, yay, and not speculating wildly about it, which I think is a... What's the word? Uh, Irresponsible. It's irresponsible not to speculate at this point. Uh, So go on, you know, Patreon, you can find the the link on my Twitter bio, or it's Patreon dash slash Raycomp, I think, whatever. Point it. Uh... Listen to Our Love is Disgusting, me and Lucy Steiner. A uh, great podcast. And, uh, yeah, and I'll, I'll be back here in the next. Yeah, we're one day late. I, I thought I might be dying. I wasn't dying. We're all very happy about that, I'm sure. Uh, but normally, the episodes will drop every Saturday. And uh, Patreon will, you know, be Mondays. And then Love is Disgusting is normally Sundays. But it's going to be Monday for different reasons. But it's there. We're all in this together. Um this is great. So stay safe. Um, thanks, everyone, for supporting the show, and I'll talk to you soon.